This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Hi, this is Ken Taylor, and welcome to A Local Affair, a weekly look into the local issues, events, and happenings around the Bangor area. If you miss any of this episode, you can download this or past episodes on our website, Spotify, TuneIn, or on our app. So we're here with Gibson Faye LeBlanc, the executive director of the Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance. Gibson, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure to be here. So... Tell me a little, a little bit about the organization, then we'll talk all about writing and all that kind of good stuff. But give me an overview of uh, the organization. Yeah, um, MWPA is a statewide literary organization. We've been around since 1975, um, and we've over the over the decades we've done a lot of different things in regards to books and writers and publishers around Maine. Um, but basically, we're interested in promoting Maine's literary culture and tending to that and supporting it and connecting writers and readers and community members together around books and stories. So has in the digital age, and I'll, I know from a radio standpoint, it's completely changed. Um, the, you know, it you never knew how many downloads you were getting. You never, you, you knew what your sales numbers were, but I got to think that in the digital age, writing has really has changed. It has, it has. Yes. There's so many, yeah. And in lots of positive and negative ways or, you know, lots of different ways. Um, I think it's a, it's a harder world for writers and, and publishers in a lot of ways. But also there's more opportunities um, than there used to be because there's so many more ways that you can put your work out in the world. Um, now, wh- whether you're getting paid for that or not or what le- your level of pay for that is is another question. And that's that's certainly an issue. Um, but, yeah, it has it's radically changed the writing world, the digital age. And, and I would say too, the pandemic, um, you know, is doing that as well. We've we've been on the fly, you know, changing as, as, every, as every kind of industry and art has, has been having to, to do. Absolutely. But the one good thing about writing is it's, you have to do this whole social distance thing and really writing. And I was listening to, I can't remember who it was, but he was like, I don't collaborate with people. I think it, it, it was like, it was Bob Seeger, one of those songwriters that they're like, I just go in and I I I could cite many stories of of songwriters hearing um, Neil Young was one. He heard about the Kent State um, situation, went into the woods. Twenty minutes later, had the song Ohio. Um, there's countless number of things, and it writing is actually very. You can you can be do you can do it 
alone or you can do it with people. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and I, you know, I, we heard a lot of writers say that during the pandemic, like, like, like basically like nothing's changed, <laughs> you know, like no. I'm alone in my room working. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think that's obviously undercutting it. Right. The, there are sorts of all sorts of other things, but, but that writers do, you know, and, and ways that we collaborate and connect with each other that, that are really helpful. But it's also true. Like, at the end of the day, any writer is alone in yeah. in the room doing the work or, or not. And, and, you know, that's that's that is, you know, like a, a core activity. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think Billie Eilish has seen a real recording studio, but she's seen her bedroom and she might have recorded her entire album um, from there. Um, has has the process of writing changed? I know. um Here's my first Stephen King reference. I know he still uses an old-fashioned typewriter. And I was listening to an interview uh, with uh, the guys from the Foo Fighters, and they were like, yeah, it's so easy to just... You know, go in, bang out a, a an album, and it, there's no problem. You know, with all the digital age, it's very different than when you were dealing with, um, you know, all the analog equipment. So I, I've got to think the process of writing has changed. I think it has and it hasn't. It depends on who you talk to, and 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 writers are always, you know, they have their methods. You know, I, I can think of writers off the top of my head who who pride themselves on still writing everything longhand with fountain pens, you know, <laughs> and people who swear by Bix and you know, people who need their manual typewriters. Um, and, and then on the other extreme, you know, people who, who dictate stories into phones mm -hmm. and then work with the text, you know, that gets spit out of that. And, you know, so it is a really wide um, gamut and I think it depends on who you are and sort of what works for you. Um, yeah. So, there so, are definitely more options than there used to be. Yes, <laughs> Let's put it ab down. absolutely. So one thing I noticed, because um, we are in that whole pandemic world, and that sort of has turned the you know the concert world on the edge and all these events, you guys uh, have a lot of workshops and events still going on. Yeah, we, um, we were lucky in the sense that um, we had just started dipping our toes into offering online classes and workshops before the pandemic. We've been doing it for a couple of years and figured out some things about it. So when things got, when things really shut down, we just fully switched over and we went fully online. And that included and with the events, with book events, we kind of had to make that up as we, as we, as we went like a lot of things, but, um, but we were able to, and, and we did, you know, not like maybe a little bit less in those early in the early months of the pandemic, but still a lot. And, um, you know, it's definitely changed the way that we think about what we do um, as an organization that's trying to always reach across a big state. Um, you know, we've, you know, in the old days, and we will continue to do this once things fully open up, but, but um, you know, we would send writers, you know, and or, and or tap writers in different parts of the state to run a program up in yeah. Presque Isle or uh, run this workshop in Bethel or wherever it is. Um, so and we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that once, as I said, things are fully opened up, but, um, that, you know, having things online does allow some more accessibility, but different accessibility. Not everybody in Maine has good internet. We know that, but, um, a lot of people do. And, um, 
it's it's definitely broadened the way that we can you know we have a lot of people from different corners of the state who have been able to do more because everything is online so what are what what happens in some of these readings and talks and these workshops you, you do you go through the process of writing do you go through the 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 create the I love the creative process. I'm, I've always been the creative guy. Um, when it was electives in school, it was always, I wanted to do creative writing, you know. So um, what happens in these um, readings and these uh, workshops? Yeah, with the workshops, it's that some of them are generative where you're showing up and there's a writer who's going to help you walk you through some prompts and like just try to get you to produce some things in that time that you have together. And maybe, you know, you're all on Zoom together, quietly scribbling away, and then you come back and share or whatever. Um, and then other times, other workshops are built around sort of writing that's that, that each person has already done before they got there or in between the workshop sessions. And then it's a matter of like, there's a lot of sharing of work and then, you know, editing and talking about how it could change, how it could be better. Um, at the end of the day, the writing process is... Like we are all trying to tell stories that people want to listen to, like from one sentence to the next sentence to the next <laughs> sentence. Right. It's like if you can't hold somebody's attention, you're done, uh, you know. Yeah. So, and, and and when you collab together, you know, you you might have three sentences. You might have a certain structure of an idea or you might have a missing thing. You know, we always there's there's writers, songwriters that have like. A missing verse or the second verse is much different, you know, and the creative end of things, you know, Paul McCartney waking up one day and hearing hearing the song scrambled eggs in his head and it becomes yesterday or the create some of the creative changes. And you sometimes just you need to go, hey, I've got this idea. I need your feedback. Absolutely. And it's, it's, you need other people to, to help calibrate, you know, and sometimes that the other people will tell you the wrong thing, right? <laughs> They'll be like, do this. And it's not the right thing for your piece. But a lot, but hearing those ideas from other people is a key part of the writing process. Um, and it really does help writers with the revision part, which is usually for most writers, revision is like 90% of it, right? Yeah. The The 10% of the producing it, and then they're ninety percent of revising it, changing right. it, changing it, and making it better. So you guys have a couple of um, uh, retreats. You have the Black Fly Writers Retreat. Um, describe that. Yeah, so that's been something we've done for years, and we're just this year we'll be back in person. It was um, online last year, but um, it's a it's basically a long weekend, four days of writers getting together to. We usually have a, a poetry a group, a fiction group, and a nonfiction or memoir group. And we have a, a, a great instructor leading each one of those. And, you know, you basically spend half the day in workshops, so sharing work and, and editing and making things better, giving feedback. And then half the day, you know, maybe talking with some other writers who are there, but also maybe going to work on your, your writing some more. And it, and it really does help to be sort of away from from whatever your daily life is take some time away to just focus on your writing. And that's what we try to do. So this year it'll be down at uh, Ferry Beach in Saco. Um, and we, like I said, we're going to be back in person. Um, and um, yeah. Um, the main, 
the main lit fest. I know it's something that you guys do with the uh, Colby College uh, Creative Writing Program. That's another event, uh, big event. Yeah, that is that is a new thing. We've been talking about it for years, and we just decided we're going to do it next fall for the first time, fall 2022. Um, and we are partnering with Colby College Creative Writing Department and a whole bunch of other organizations, bookstores, um, arts organizations, community organizations. And we'll be in Waterville and in Portland in late September and early October, bunch of different events, uh, writers from here and writers from, from outside of Maine getting together to talk about stories and books and just have lots of different kinds of provocative conversations about them. And, and, and the idea is to pull in people you know, there's sort of like Maine's a great place for writers and readers, and there are a lot of people who are already engaged in, in that, uh, in books and, and writing. Um, and there's also people who might not know that that's something that would appeal to them. And so the idea is to 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 do a big, you know, bunch of public events that that pull in a, maybe a wider group of people. Yeah, and and Maine is, I mean, and Maine has a lot of space, and you can go out and go in, you know, you can go to the beach and write, and you can go, you know, and and have ideas, you know, on a hiking trip or to the beach or to, um, you know, out on the lake. You know, you never know where your your creative juices are going to go. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, yeah, some of the stuff, you know, the we'll be doing some stuff this summer probably that will where we take some of our workshops out into the outdoors with some of that in mind because that is a you know often a place where people you know so much so often good writing is about like sensory experience how we how we take in the the physical world and so being outdoors is like often a, is a great way to be reminded of that and and to pull that those details into your into your writing so in closing is there anything i missed about uh mwpa um i would just say um we've also added a bunch of programs in the last year to to reach out to um like we have a program called community word that that works is long free long-term workshops particularly aimed at, at at particular groups of folks in maine who um maybe don't know that writing is for them or haven't been invited to tell their stories. So um, we just did one with um, a group of Maine veterans led by a, a Maine veteran writer um, that was online, but we're, and we're going to be doing some more. We've worked with people in recovery. We've worked with um, people who are homeless or formerly homeless. We've worked with immigrant and refugee groups. So, so that's a way that we feel like, you know, um, getting great writers to work with with groups like that and help them tell their stories and produce some work even if it's like you know just a couple page story that helps to yeah, some, you know, that, yeah go ahead some sometimes two or three changing two or three words changes an entire uh you know an entire song structure or an entire book absolutely um, so yeah absolutely so all right gibson thank you so much for joining us today my pleasure. Thanks for having me. For more information on the programs, workshop, and events of the Maine Writers and Publishers Alliance, visit mainwriters.org. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of A Local Affair, a weekly look into the local issues, events, and happenings around the Bangor area. If you missed any of this episode, you can download this or past episodes on our website, Spotify, TuneIn, or on our app, 
I'm Ken Taylor inviting you to join us next week for A Local Affair. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.